0: The Iowa caucus set to take place on Monday night, the final debate between the um, two of the hopefuls seeking the top office in the land was held last night. We're joined on the charity news line now by Rory O'Neill, a national correspondent. Rory, even though uh, President Trump, I know, shocker, wasn't there, he was still the topic of discussion between uh, some of those candidates in last night's debate.
1: Uh, he was. So uh, you really had a couple different competing forums happening at the exact same time on CNN, a debate with Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis over on Fox a uh, Town Hall with former President Trump. Uh, it was a two hour debate on CNN where the two candidates really went after each other more so than Donald Trump or Joe Biden, uh, despite the fact that uh, the two uh, DeSantis and Haley are so far behind Trump in the polls. Um, so it was an interesting tactic, but, uh, again, the Iowa caucuses, as you said, are happening on Monday and it's probably, it's likely that one of these two remaining candidates, uh, will drop out very soon.
0: And we saw Chris Christie drop out of the race yesterday as well. And when it comes to some of the content with those kind of debating, um, topics, what were some of the big topics that came out, uh, on either side?
1: Well, you know, Nikki Haley started, a, I think it was a newer attack about uh, Ron DeSantis essentially running a poor campaign, that he spent $100 million in Iowa, and his poll numbers have been going down the whole time uh, as, as Iowa voters get to know him. Ron DeSantis was touting the fact that he's been to 99 Iowa counties, all of them, uh, and you know, but doesn't really do, do much to differentiate himself from former President Trump, he's got this line now that says, you know, Donald Trump is running for revenge. Nikki Haley is running for her donors. Uh, DeSantis will say that he is running for the American people. Uh, you know, Nikki Haley, meanwhile, is taking this tact of uh, Donald Trump brings chaos, and uh, if she's elected, uh, there won't be any of that chaos or that drama if she becomes president.
2: Well, a lot of attention will be given to DeSantis if he doesn't finish strong in Iowa because of the investment he's made, the effort and the money he's made in Iowa. Uh, Could this be the death knell if he doesn't achieve good results?
1: It really could be because uh, Ron DeSantis has spent very little time in New Hampshire. Contrast that to Nikki Haley. So, you know, know, she has almost moved to New Hampshire, as as DeSantis has nearly moved to Iowa. But I think what's more interesting is that what's the next state after that? South Carolina. That's Mm -hmm. Nikki Haley's home state. Even though it's her home state, she's still losing to Donald Trump by like thirty points. So the problem is she may out do expectations in iowa or new hampshire but she hits a brick wall in her home state of south carolina that's going to sap away any momentum uh when it almost seems that uh, trump will lock up the nomination at that point
0: yeah and knowing that he had that town hall yesterday what were some of the bigger uh kind of talking points that uh came from donald trump other than the fact that you know he's trump and everyone's against him
1: Yeah, it was a lot of the same, not a whole lot of different um, comments from Donald Trump. He talked a little bit about Chris Christie dropping out, didn't think it was going to make much of a difference. He tried to clarify or soften some of his comments. You know, he was talking to Hannity and said that uh, on day one he'd be a dictator. He's trying to back that off or round that out a little bit as some of the Democrats have been trying to make hay with it. But, you know, uh, Donald Trump was being Donald Trump pretty much for for the hour. Um, And the questions were were pretty favorable to him uh, for the hour. So not much new there. He, He seems to be coasting into a victory in Iowa.
2: Yeah, but uh, we as the media have to also uh, be very mindful that treating his point and counterpoints as if he had participated in the debate is really doing a disservice to the truth of the matter, which is that he for- had to forego or chose to forego the debate. He really uh, didn't offer uh, his competitors in the primary, in the caucuses, a chance to actually you know, go Point, counterpoint with him head on. Right. And, you know, that's that, that's something that I, I think when I read the coverage this morning, it feels like uh, that can get overlooked. It's like, oh, well, he's responding to them. No, he's not responding to them. He's just making these statements pretty much unanswered. Well,
1: right. It's the fifth Iowa debate that he has snubbed, really, uh, you know, not showing up at these different events. And look, it was one thing you could make the political argument saying when there were eight people on stage, he'd just be getting attacked by eight people. But now that you were down to two, like you could have really had a pretty meaningful debate had the three of them been on the stage last night.
2: Yeah. Makes you wonder if if it comes down to he is the presidential candidate, if he'll forego those debates as well. So, yeah. Um... We'll make sure we watch. Uh, Anyway, thank you so much, Rory O'Neill. Appreciate it. Thanks,
1: Shannon.